Welcome to Moving On Sideways. I am in uh, the Pacific Northwest right now. It is April 25th, um, and it's actually 1.14 p.m. right now. Um, I'm actually uh, literally driving across the Columbia River right now, um, heading from Oregon to Washington State. I'll, uh, I'll say when I get to Washington State, and I'll say what time it is. That's actually why I started recording right now. <laughs> I can talk about my trip, obviously. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, back to the um, back to the summary of my trip, basically. So I met up with Tommy uh, yesterday. Uh, we went to the zoo. Um, it's pretty cool. And uh, his wife Lillian was there. And uh, oh, there it is, entering Washington, and it's one fourteen p.m. Still one fourteen p.m. Yeah, so I entered Washington State at one fourteen p.m. And I will continue this later. Uh, I actually wasn't even prepared to talk about my trip, so I'll just. I'll just do it later. Uh, for you guys, it'll be right now, though. Welcome to Moving On so- Oh, wait a second. I already did this. No, I'm just kidding. That was totally fake. I did all that on purpose just now. Um, so I'm uh, I'm in Washington State now. Uh, I guess, obviously, I am since the last, last segment was me entering Washington State. I've been here in Washington State for over 72 hours. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll give, like, a... Uh, chronological summary, which sounds so boring to me, of my trip. Um, but but uh, I'll go out of order right now to say that. Um, well, first of all, right now I'm on a uh, not a dirt road, a gravel road. I'm on a gravel road, heading towards um, a trailhead, and I'm hoping that I have a that this trail that I'm basically driving to. I'm hoping that it's a very small. Uh, not very up and down trail because my legs are like exhausted. My legs and my feet are exhausted from um, everything I've been doing on this trip. My um, my trips tend to be very like walking heavy, and like no matter how much I've been walking uh, before going on the trip, it's like it's like exhausting. Like my legs and my feet get exhausted, and like the things I do, it's almost like there's not anything to do if I'm not <laughs> I'm not walking, which is not exactly true because I can drive to towns and stuff and blah 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 but i mean i definitely think you get you see more when you're uh, get out of the vehicle and, and walk around more pleasant than driving through a little town or something but yeah i mean i get i'll get my legs will get tired and my feet will get tired and stuff and then like like today i didn't leave the um the house i'm staying at airbnb i didn't leave the house till like i think it was after 1 30 p.m so like i'm you know some people would say that i just wasted the entire morning but the thing is like i was literally well, first of all, I was actually tired, just enjoying just laying around the house and stuff. Um, but I was, I was, uh, my feet and legs were like, were uh, tired, and I was literally like, sort of healing them, kind of by doing nothing. And and now they're way less tired than they were, you know, um, when I woke up, basically. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, uh, I don't, I mean, I think, I don't know, I think, uh, I was gonna say I don't know what to do about all that, but I think really it's kind of just one of those things where it is what it is and um I, I think I actually kind of do it do the procedure correctly sort of I mean it's, it'll be much worse I mean first of all I hate having like day-to-day plans and stuff on a vacation so I'm glad I don't do that um but if I did do that stupid fucking shit um then oh yeah then I'd be much more likely to have legs and feet that are you know unbearable pain from the last couple of days and still go out that morning and I, they're getting worse and worse and worse pain. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that basically, 
trips, you know, especially the type of trips, which, are, like I said, are almost all my trips, especially if I go by myself and I don't go with family members or whatever. It tends to be just, like, that's all I do is walk around various areas and stuff. Um, yeah. So I, maybe in the future I can uh, do a little more preparation as far as, like, walking way ahead of time and getting used to walking a lot and stuff like that. I think it would definitely help out with the trip or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with the job I have now, I, I, I use, uh, to a certain extent, I use, uh, like, it's a little bit physically active, the job I have now. So, like, sometimes I'm too, I'm too tired to even, like, walk around and stuff. So, I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, oh, but, yeah, as far as the whole going chronically, chronologically out of order, um, so I was at a bar a couple nights ago. I, literally a couple nights ago, actually. It wasn't last night. It was the night before. <laughs> Today's Thursday, by the way. Um, the, my uh, recording from earlier was on Monday, three days ago. So it was one day after blah, blah. So anyways, I was at a bar. Um, and I was at, I was at, literally at the bar. I wasn't, like, at a table or whatever. And this, uh, this girl sat next to me. Um, well, I mean, sort of, not, like, next to me, but... Like, I was at a corner, and she was, anyways, whatever. She pretty much sat next to me. And I was talking to her a little bit. And um, I got the the imp- impression that she was, like, looking to hook up with, with, you know, I wouldn't say anyone, but someone. And anyone is probably not too far off from the, from, you know, what that really means. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it is pretty far off, but I definitely think this girl was trying to hook up that night or whatever. Um, which, like, uh, she was actually pretty good-looking, um, but that, like, uh, that, that does not appeal to me, the idea of a one-night stand. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm, like, naturally very reluctant to go in that direction, um, and I'm just, like, really, like, I'm really slow and, well, not, not even so much slow, like, almost, like, you know, invisible barriers up and stuff, you know, I just, uh, just kind of weird, super weirds me out like that whole idea of like literally having sex with someone that you didn't even know existed 24 hours earlier. That's not really my cup of tea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, talking to, Oh, but yeah. So anyways, this, this girl told me about this, uh, place I'm going to right now, which if I actually make it all the way there, um, which I'm willing to turn around at the, you know, the slightest bit of exha- exhaustion. Cause I still have several more days of trip i don't want to like kill my legs today and then just be like literally can't do anything at all and then drive drive around random places for the rest of the trip not like not like i'm actually going to kill my legs for four days that's one of that's an absolutely ridiculous concept but yeah i, I want to try not to overexert myself too much and try to make it so i can do this fucking walking and stuff um not fucking but actually just walking <laughs> since i mentioned the idea of a one-night stand yeah Oh, uh, anyways, but, like, but, but, so, she told me about this place that I'm going to, which is Oyster Dome. I'm actually driving to another, um, another place, and then walking from there to Oyster Dome, and I could have, uh, started at the trail, at the trailhead, beginning, whatever, which is, like, a 3.8-mile, uh, walk to Oyster Dome, but it's a walk uphill and stuff, I'm trying to do as little walking uphill as possible, because of all the things I just mentioned, actually. Just trying to save energy for the rest of the trip. Oh, yeah. But anyways, like, when this girl was sitting next to me, like, I sort of, I, I don't know, I sort of felt like society in general is, like, it's like pushing my shoulder. Almost that whole, um, 
get in there, Brian, blah, 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 uh, which, which goes, it goes back to one of my first podcast episodes ever, um, where I was, I was hanging out with these two guys I barely knew, but I lived with one of them, and, uh, they were hitting on college girls, which already made me super uncomfortable, because we were in our 30s, <laughs> and, uh, and, and one of those, like, he said something like, like, oh, come on, Brian, get in there, like, in other words, talk to these girls, it was like, it was like, it felt literally worse than being at work on that day in 2014, which is what I'm talking about. But now, back to the present. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I felt like uh, uh, this is not the first time I've gotten, you know, one-night stand vibes in my life. I pretty much have never had a one-night stand, actually. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. But I think some, some of it, or most of it, really, has to do with my re- reluctance for, you know, to do that. But I don't know, like, I mean, even though they're probably, I don't know, I think I kind of imagine the whole uh, society pushing me in that direction type of thing. But at the same time, I don't think I completely imagine it. I think there's some truth to what what I said right there. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, oh, but then anyways, this, like, loud, drunk guy, I, I don't even know if this guy was drunk or just, like, had, meant, you know, lifetime of drug use made this guy act weird. But this guy came in definitely over 50, and by, and so I'm like 41, this girl that I'm talking about, I have no idea how old she was, but I would guess around 30 or something, maybe younger than that, but she could have been really young, but I don't know, anyways, this loud, this loud, loud asshole-ish guy came in, um, and, oh, and by that time, she had already stopped talking to me, and it's obvious that, I mean, it's obvious there wasn't going to be one I stand between us. But so I don't know if she, like, detected that I wasn't interested or, or what she detected. I don't know. Oh, man, this is steep. I don't – if it was raining, I don't think I could do this. I'm on my Volkswagen Golf. It's not exactly that it's so steep. It's that it's, like, gravel and, yeah. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> anyways, okay. Yeah, so anyways, uh, so then she started, like, kind of hitting on this – guy and he was hitting on her too and they were saying certain things it's like obvious they're probably gonna have sex that night with each other um and it made me think like that's probably one reason why i why i have like this reluctance to i mean first of all when you break it down and you literally say the the literal truth that it's you know having sex with someone you didn't know existed 24 hours earlier you realize how fucking ridiculous that that is actually like how like why why would anyone want to do that but yeah um but anyways, uh, you know, just seeing that this girl would actually probably hook up with this this nasty older guy, like just made just made it that more much more obvious to me of like, oh, this is why you're not you're not interested in one night stands because like this is like, you know, if I did have sex with that girl, she probably I mean who knows how how often she goes to a bar and has sex with some random guy, like could be kind of often, yeah, so. You know, I'm, I'm I'm definitely afraid of cooties. I don't want to get cooties or anything. But, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Kind of joking there. Well, I'm, of course, I'm completely joking about the concept of cooties. But there is, I don't know, there is something about if a girl has had sex with, like, 50 guys in her life. That's, that's a turn off. I mean, I don't need to be, like, super probing about people's lives. But that's pretty disgusting. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop for now. Although I may continue on the hike. I got to the spot spot where I'm going to start this hike.
okay, it's about 20 minutes later. Well, maybe more than that. But anyways, um, yeah, I tried out the trail. I did not get to the, the destination. The trail was actually fine, and I felt fine. Well, it wasn't totally fine. It was a, it was a lot of up and down, like, right away. Uh, I mean, it's like minor up and down, you know. Um, but I just decided eh, I'd, I'd rather save my energy. Also, where I parked, I actually got a pretty cool view, and I took pictures where I parked. So that's like, you know, where I was hiking to. It's kind of the, the goal officially was that there's a nice view up there. So maybe at some point in the future, I'll, I'll hike up the Oyster Dome. But I don't know. Most, I would, if I had to bet either way, I would bet that I'd probably never do it in my life. But it's possible I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm uh, headed down. I already passed the part where, where I was like, oh, my God, the car can barely get up the hill, blah, blah. I thought it might be a little bit scary going down. But it was actually completely fine going down. It was it was hard going up, and the car's tires were, like, trying to grip and, like, sliding a little bit and stuff. I I took a look at this car's tires. I think the tires are, like, super bald. I, obviously, they're – well, not obviously, but I would really, really assume that they're legally okay. But these tires uh, look like they need to be replaced. And I'm sure, I'm sure it doesn't help it that I'm driving on a gravel road right now. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to go where I want to. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I guess I'll go, go back to, uh, somewhat of a chronological listing of stuff I've done, although I'm not going to literally list everything because, because I do think that is kind of boring. But, uh, last time I, the last, uh, episode I, I left off, I mentioned, uh, renting the car. So I don't know if I've gotten a deal on renting the car, but, um, I, I had a hotel in South Oswego, which is south of Portland. Uh, I, I mean, it's in Portland, greater metropolitan area, but it's south of Portland. Um, it's near my cousin. Uh, my cousin actually, her her daughter caught COVID, and, then, and now her son has COVID too. So I'm I'm not going to see my cousin and her, and her family um, on this trip. So they were. Uh, I was going to see my friend Tommy and his family, and my cousin Kobe and her family, and uh, I was only able to see half of half of those people. But I mean, really, neither one of them is the actual reason why I came out here. Um, actually, it does more so Tommy and his family is more so a reason why I came out here, although I really just came out here. Uh, actually, the reason why I came out here in April specifically was to go to the uh, Skagit County or Skagit Valley uh, Tulip Festival, which which I did do. So, yeah. Anyways, um, so I had that hotel uh, on uh, Sunday of last week. Uh, I got together with Tommy and, and his uh, family. I met, you know, well, I've already met his wife before. Technically, I met his wife's mother, but that wasn't really a big deal at all. But technically, I did meet his wife's mother. And I met his uh, daughter, first his first child. So that was kind of a big deal. <laughs> I think officially it's more of a big deal than it turned out to be. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, she's like almost three, two and a half, I think, his daughter. Uh, yeah, so what did we do? We ended up playing bowling, but that's not the main thing we did. We went to, uh, we went, we, oh, we went to the Oregon Zoo. Oh, yeah, that's the thing that I was talking about in my episode. I think it was two episodes or three episodes ago where I said, like, that sounds not very fun for, you know, a place that I'm, like, I'm, I'm basically coming, I basically came here for the the weird environment is, is the main reason why I came to the Pacific Northwest because um, I, I like the weird environment. Although... I'm I'm noticing the the weird environment much less this time than I did three years ago. Like, 
Um, and what I mean by the weird environment is like moss growing up the trees where you can't even see. trees. The tree trunks don't even look brown because they've got green moss all over them. Um, but I'm definitely noticing that less this time. And, and I wonder, and I think I'm probably right, I think it probably has to do with the, the wildfires. Um, they probably uh, somehow really were bad for all this moss and stuff growing up the trees. And I'm not really seeing, you know, this, like crazy alien-looking moss all over the place like I did three years ago. Anyways, um, so yeah, we went to the zoo with Tommy and his family. Uh, the one thing I noticed about the zoo compared to other zoos is that a lot of the enclosures were, uh, were kind of hilly, like uh, um, within the enclosure, which I thought was pretty cool. It's, it, uh, it's more like the real world for the animals. And, and, it, and then just beyond that, it gives the animals a little bit more exercise since they're stuck in this, you know, they're kind of imprisoned or whatever in this little area. So they probably, animals probably like that because they get some, uh, move around some, you know. Yeah. Um, or at least, you know, like I said, it gives them a slightly more exercise than if they were in a flat enclosure. But it made me realize that in D.C., the, the free zoo that I, you know, I grew up with and I've been to several times because it's free. And anyways, it's in D.C. And, and that zoo is kind of the opposite. Like where the animals are, it, it's pretty much like, relatively speaking pretty flat and where the people are it's really up and down and like you can get like exhausted walking from one end of the zoo to the other end if you're walking uphill um and now this zoo in in oregon was less i felt like where the people were was less hilly but where the animals were it was more hilly which is exactly how it should be uh, so i thought that was an interesting contrast to dc and also uh, one of many examples of dc doing the exact opposite of what they should do dc well, one thing about D.C. is it's known for, um, or there's a saying or whatever, that it has uh, southern efficiency and northern hospitality, like the, the opposite of the way it should be. D.C. is very uh, scenic and um, very picturesque, but it has a lot of problems, and that's one of them. So, yeah. Um, anyways, so we went to the Oregon Zoo uh, with them, and then afterwards uh, we went bowling. Um, there's really nothing to say about that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then the next day I drove to um, Washington. You know, that was the beginning of this episode. And on the way to Washington, I stopped at Multnomah, Multnomah Falls uh, and also uh, Horsetail Falls slash Ponytail Falls. Um, and I just, I saw them. It's kind of like stuff that, I've, that I'm doing on this trip that I did three years ago is definitely less exciting this time around than it was back then. Um, and I think it's most, I think it's mostly because I've already done it or whatever, but the trip's still pretty good, but uh, I don't know. It's it's moments like that. And also, oh, so I'll, I'll get to the next thing or whatever. Anyways, I drove to Washington State. It took, as, as usual with me, it took way longer than it should have. <laughs> um, yeah, because I stopped. and I mean, going to Multnomah Falls really, really, really slowed me down a lot, you know, as, as, it, as you would expect it to. But it just made the day really, really long. Anyways, um yeah, I mean, like, if I was going to plan this, this entire trip out again, I don't I don't know how willing I would be to do the, uh, you know, because basically my, the drive from Portland to north, an hour north of Seattle is actually, I'm actually going to two days because I'm going to uh, tomorrow as well. But anyways, um, yeah, so, so I did that on Monday. And then on Tuesday, oh, Tuesday was a really, really busy day for me. I, I did go to the... Uh, Skagit Valley Tulip Festival, um, which was 
cool because I've been wanting to do something like that in the Netherlands for over 11 years. But, I mean, like, if it wasn't for that, I would just be like, kind of like, eh, this is kind of cool. It's all right. It's not a great deal or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was, I've been I've been wanting to, like, actually see for myself in person, like, fields of tulips where the ground looks red or yellow or whatever. So, so I finally saw that. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like pictures I've seen of the Netherlands where it's, you know, like, almost as far as the eye can see, there's, like, crazy colors on the ground. Like, that would be really cool to see. But, and, yeah, I, I guess I'll maybe eventually get around to doing that in the Netherlands, possibly a year from now, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I did that, and then I went to uh, San Juan Island. I took the ferry over there. And that was really cool. It was, just, it was just less cool than it was three years ago, and I'm sure mostly because I've already done it before, I think, is m- most of the reason for that. Although I feel like that's not 100% of the reason for that. I don't know what the rest of the reason could be, although I'm sure I can come up with theories. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then, yeah, yesterday, uh, I didn't actually, like, leave the house until, like, 2 or 3 p.m. or something. I went back to the tulip area, uh, and then I... Um, then I actually saw a movie because my legs are tired. I'm trying to rest them. Um, I saw the Fantastic Beast movie. It was like, I think it's the, the worst Fantastic Beast movie I've seen to date. And I also think it was the worst Harry Potter franchise movie I've ever seen. Um, it wasn't it wasn't actually like a horrible movie or anything. It was just like slow. And it wasn't really that fun to watch. Um, and it just, yeah, it wasn't. Like, the whole thing with the Fantastic Beasts or whatever is, like, the, the magical animals are part, a huge part of it. They're way less part of this movie than the, than they were um, in the past. So, yeah. Then I was also confused because I think in the last movie, uh, the bad guy, Grindelwald, I think it was played by Johnny Depp. And in this movie, he, he wasn't played by him. So whenever they showed the bad guy, I was like, is this really the bad guy or is it the bad guy's assistant? But where's, when's Johnny Depp going to come with the, and, and it clearly had like one eye was one color and the other eye was another color. And this, this other actor, I mean, first of all, this other actor doesn't look like Johnny Depp at all. And it was just kind of confusing because, yeah, cause, yeah, they didn't really do that very well. Unless you were supposed, unless I was supposed to know ahead of time that Johnny Depp, oh, <laughs> was, uh, was not in the movie and this other guy was. Um, they had like, uh, I don't usually care too much when um, when TV shows and movies and stuff like go out of their way to be woke, kind of just like whatever. But they had quite a few moments like that, and it really took you out of the movie and just made um, it just made you feel like you're being like lectured at, like but you know like against your will, like lectured at. But but one thing that they did that they put in this movie, and I feel like it's the first time it's ever been put brought into Harry Potter uh, canon. Was they made um, Dumbledore uh, homosexual or whatever, or at least I don't know, bisexual or homo- most likely homosexual? Um, which like one of the actors who played Dumbledore back in the old Harry Potter movies was actually gay, but um, the character from from my understanding, I, I've never thought that the character Dumbledore was gay, um, and I think they just kind of like snuck it in there and like that's that's who Dumbledore is now, like the you know in that universe, the Harry Potter universe. Dumbledore's like one of the most powerful wizards of all time. Um, and, you know, it, it doesn't matter. He can, <laughs> it doesn't matter what Dumbledore wants to do in the bedroom, but it just felt, it felt forced. And it felt like there, it almost, it also felt kind of like, like I know that J.K. Rowling, uh, the author of Harry Potter, 
um, she made some public statements that she thinks that uh, trans men should not should not um, participate in women's um, athletics because they because they have a you know physical advantage over women, or that's what she says. And I may or may not agree with that. I don't know if I want to say that on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, um, which I don't know. If you do agree with that, it's, you know, you feel like it's common sense. But anyways, uh, but yeah, I almost felt like them making Dumbledore gay was almost almost some kind of like really off, really uh, badly done form of an apology for that. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if that was kind of alleged in the past movies or. Or maybe I missed something in the books, because I read the books about, like, 20 years ago, or maybe, like, 15, 20 years ago. Maybe I missed something. Maybe it was obvious in the books that they they hinted that Dumbledore was gay when he was really, really young, and then was basically an asexual for most of his life. But, uh, yeah. Oh, so it's kind of funny. I'm talking about this movie for quite a while. I'm supposed to be talking about my trip. But, yeah, it's all okay. Anyways. Um, so... Okay, so uh, so moving on. <laughs> um, oh, so so anyways, after I got back, I, I really uh, glazed over the whole um, San Juan Islands trip. But I went to San Juan. I went to Friday Harbor, San Juan Island, which is you know the tourist place where you're supposed to go. And then on the way back, I um I, st- I stopped at Lopez Island, which is not where you're supposed to go. It's, uh, but I wanted to you know put another San Juan Island on my uh, list of San Juan Islands that I've been to. So I went to Lopez Island, um, and I was, had a layover there for like an hour, less than an hour actually. Um, there was a there was a bike there that was not chained up, or four bikes actually, and a helmet. And I was thinking like I could just take this bike and then just return it. I don't think anyone would care, but there was a phone number on there, so I called the number. And the guy said I could I could rent it for like twenty seven dollars or something. I was like I'm, I'm only gonna be here for forty five minutes. Can I rent it for less than that? And then he was like, oh, it's gonna be a lot of paperwork, like. We could do that, but uh, do you really want to do that? I'm sitting down with my family for dinner right now, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, no, I don't really want to. I don't really want to do it." So I did not rent the bike. But um, oh, and, and I, I mentioned to him like, "There's no lock on this bike or anything." And he said, "Well, I can see you on camera right now." And I looked, I looked around, I, I saw the camera. It's pretty easy to see. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I, it was a pretty well. It wasn't super steep, but there was a hill going up from there. Like the only the only choice I had was to walk up this hill, basically. So I, so I walked up the hill, and, you know, it was, the scenery is pretty cool. Took pictures of random stuff, and then I returned. Oh, but before I got picked up by the boat that was supposed to come, you know, about an hour later, 45 minutes later, um, this one um, what's it called? This one ferry came zooming by, and I thought, like, that was my ship. And it just kept on going. And then I thought, like, what, what, if, they, uh, what if they don't always come to the, um, to the dock, like, if they – you know, if, if every single person on board says they don't, says that that's not their destination, maybe they'd skip it. And I was thinking, like, what if I get stuck here on, it was uh, Lopez Island. I think, I, I don't know if I already said that or not. I was like, what if I get stuck here on Lopez Island overnight? Like, I mean, it's going to get cold for one thing, and I'm going to, I'm literally going to run out of water. And it's going to be bad. You know, it's going to be really boring, and I'll be thirsty, and it'll be, and I'll be cold. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty awful, but. Then right around the corner came this other ship, you know, my savior or whatever. It was around, it was like, it was after 8 p.m., so it was like 8.30 at night or whatever. It was still light outside, but it was starting to get dark, and yeah. Uh, anyways, 
so, so then when I got back to the mainland, uh, the town at the mainland is called, uh, well, it looks like it's, looks like it's on the Cortez, but it's actually pronounced Anacortes. <laughs> the locals have been pronouncing it that way for over 100 years, probably. But yeah, they, they're like Anacortes. Anyways, um, that's where I went to the bar and had that experience. Um, which, I mean, the bar was pretty cool. And I actually, I talked to one of the bartenders and it was pretty fun. I mean, if I ever go to a bar, I usually talk to anyone, and that's probably one reason why I don't really like bars. I don't like to go in, don't like to go to them, yada yada yada. But if I actually do talk to random people at the bars, it can be pretty fun. But I was talking to this bartender and uh, having him guess where I was from. That was pretty cool, guessing all over the place. But he did tell me that he immediately got an East Coast vibe from me, and I I wanted to ask like, oh, what do you, what do you mean? I mean, I'm I'm not like a, I wouldn't contest that at all. Like I completely probably agree with him. I'm probably just look a little uptight or something, you know. Um, but uh, I I don't know. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask like what exactly he meant by that. But then then the bar got kind of busy after that. So yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. So oh yeah. So like I said, yes. Yesterday. I, oh, so then after that movie, I walked around. Uh, downtown Mount Vernon, which I'm staying in Mount Vernon, by the way, um, and, hmm, <laughs> okay, I'm actually at a spot right now where I'm, don't know exactly where I am, don't know exactly where I am, okay, so, and then today, I, I once again, I stayed inside until after one o'clock, it left around one thirty or something, um, and, oh, I want to say something funny, to, to me, it's funny, about the uh, the place I'm staying in, um, they they have it like a key so I can like lock the bedroom or whatever. But the thing is that they only rent out one room, so so I'll, I'll never whoever's renting from them will never be there at the same time as another renter. And if they have a a key for me, of course they have a spare key for that. So the key is completely pointless. In my opinion, the key is completely pointless. It just gives me like a false sense of security. So I haven't used it at all. I've just been leaving my Door, the, the door unlocked and uh, and everything else um, because it, it, it's a like I said completely false sense of security um, to uh, for me like lock the door and think that they're not going to go in there while while I'm away or whatever. I, I think the reality is they probably won't go in there no matter what, whether it's locked or unlocked. Um, but locking the door is not going to do anything at all to make it to, to stop them if they want to go in. So. I thought that was kind of a funny situation. I, I didn't bring it up to them, though, because, well, I mean, first of all, most people are probably dumb enough to actually fall for that. Like, oh, I have a key. I, I have privacy, blah, blah, blah. They, you don't have privacy. They have the fucking spare key somewhere. But anyways, um, I'm not sure if I'm at my time limit or not. So if, if I, I guess I, I can always come back and say, this has been moving on sideways. But yeah, I'm at a pretty scenic area right now. You, you guys should be here. You're really missing out by not being here. Hello, I am uh, walking in Fairhaven, Washington now. Uh, that name has lots of mm at the end of the name. There's a, there's a, uh, I'm staying in this place called Mount Vernon, Washington. And um, it's close to a city called, uh, or city or town or whatever called Burlington, Washington. And, I was, and uh, Burlington, I uh, got the impression that it's, it's kind of run down. Uh, yeah, and I, I thought about it and like, I think when people hear the name Burlington, Washington, they just naturally are kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to live there. That's, that's like, in, 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 in. 
it's they both they both kind of sound similar to each other to the point where it's either corny or it's funny or it's um um or it's just badly named which is what it is <laughs> burlington washington but yeah now i'm in fairhaven washington which is more natural sounding i think but not perfect by any means at all uh, anyways i saw a sign in the downtown section i'm walking by the way that said uh, ferry to alaska and I was like, wow, that is crazy. So uh, just out of curiosity, I'm walking to this ferry now. It's a lot further than I would have thought. Um, I would have uh, not walked there if I knew how far it was. And I was walking downhill quite a bit too. And quite a bit into the walk, I realized, uh-oh, i to walk uphill. But this is why I didn't continue with that nature hike. I'm saving energy for exploring these little towns. <laughs> But then I also had this like notion of like, I'm getting kind of tired of just exploring little towns, even though they look, they're very picturesque and stuff. Like you can get too much of a good, too much of a good thing or whatever. Um, anyways, I, I have another uh, trip story for the folks at home, which is the listeners. Um, so my friends, so my friend has lived in, uh, Tommy has lived um, in Oregon since the very end of 2018. His wife moved to Oregon. I feel like it was maybe maybe just six months. So like the more towards the middle or the beginning of 2018. Um, she's, uh, she, she so she's Chinese actually. So she's from China. She spent, I don't know how many years of her life in China, 25 or something. Maybe I don't know how old she was when they moved over here. Actually, I do know that I think she's like seven years younger than my friend. So maybe she only spent like 20 or 21 years of her life in China. It doesn't matter at all. I'm, I'm so awful with these details, you know, but anyway, she spent well over a decade living in a... Actually, you know what? I just realized it's a little bit less than a decade, actually. So anyway, whatever. She spent a good amount of her life living in Idaho. Um, but I would say the, the place that she considers home now is, like, definitely Oregon. Um, but anyways, I, when, when I was talking about coming to, you know, Washington State, um, she's like, what are you going to do in Washington? And uh, But, but it didn't sound like that. It was more like... It's hard to imitate the way people sound sometimes, but it's more like, um, we're going to do in Washington like that, like that or something. And I told her, you know, the things I had planned or whatever, uh, like the tulip thing and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it almost like, it almost felt like she looked hurt that I wasn't, uh, traveling throughout Oregon more. Um, which I, I've, I've gotten that impression from Oregon people before that it's almost like they're, I get the impression it could be, maybe it's backwards, but I really feel like I'm correct. That Oregon's like the little brother of, of Washington and they're kind of always like a little bit jealous of Washington. Cause like when I've told Washington residents, oh, I came here from Portland, Oregon, which is true. I drove up from Portland, Oregon. Um, they're kind of like, Oh, <laughs> kind of like, Oh, that's kind of cute or something. I mean, they didn't literally say that, but I get that. I felt like that's what they, I felt like that's what they're laughing. Oh, that's kind of cute. I don't know, kind of, whatever. Um, yeah, so, um, but yeah, I told the people, you know, who I'm staying with, like, drove from Portland, Oregon, you know, they got this, it's kind of like, oh, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, uh, last time when I came here three years ago, um, I was in the shuttle ride to the, from the airport to where I was going to rent my car, and, um, the guy driving the vehicle asked the other people that were in the bus, whatever it was, because they were standing a lot closer than he, to him than I was. But also, I don't know. I think they, I think they just looked more approachable than me. Whatever. He was asking them what their plans were, and they mentioned they were going to Washington. 
He's like, what are, you, what are you going to Washington for? You stay in Oregon. We have everything Washington has. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, let's calm down. I'm here at all. Or that's what I would say. I'm here at all, you know? If you're happy I'm not going to Washington and Idaho and ignoring Oregon. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a train coming. I think I'm at the spot where, uh, where the, um, the train stops. What? Oh. Oh, okay. I guess I might have been in a restricted area. I'm not really sure. Uh, but it, we're at the time limit now, so I think I'm just gonna end this. This has been moving on sideways.